Peace and blessings, sister. This is Amar Amari. And I wanted to return the love that you had shown to me on the Maddie Mo program. You applauded one of the uh, messages I had left him. So I want to return the love. And I just decided to stop by and check out one of your segments. And I must say that you have a real program here and you're giving it to people raw. And I appreciate you not giving them a false image about relationships, as you and I both know, is too much of that going on. And so people go into relationships with these unrealistic expectations. So my good sister, keep doing the good work that you're doing over here on this station. Have a good one. Mr. Amari, Amari, I need a love to hate to hate. Just wanted to thank you for coming through, showing love to my podcast. It means a lot to me. I will be catching up on some of your content. I listened to some of it, but not all of it, um, because I was in between work and studying all that good stuff. Not making excuses, but it is the truth. Um, and when it comes to relationship, I didn't know no other way but to be real, because I, I wasn't educated. I wasn't informed about marriage and relationships and all the different things. And I got married very young. I got married when I was 17 years old. I had my first child when I was 16. So I, I wasn't educated enough. So I have to be honest because I have daughters and I want them to understand what it really means to fight or not fight. You know, I'm not going to paint a picture and pretend that it's something else when it's not. I mean, we have to be honest with each other in order for us to constantly grow and prosper as people. But thank you so much. I appreciate it. Hey, Anita, thank you for calling in last time. I loved your answer. Um, this week on the show, we're uh, talking about the worst mistakes that people have made. So I'm curious what your worst mistake you've made. So if you uh, feel like opening up a little bit. And uh, just talking a little bit about your life, it would go a really long way on my show. Um, just 60 seconds or less, you know, just explain a little bit about, you know, what the worst mistake was and maybe how it made you better as a person or worse as a person, whatever. Uh, anyway, thank you in advance. I know people are busy, but if you have time, I would really appreciate it. It would go a long way on the show. So have a good afternoon. Okay, I had a call in and it was from Your Name Here to Podcast. And they called in and they asked me what was the worst mistake I ever made and how did it affect my life. And the worst mistake that I made, honestly, was with my best friend. I had heard a rumor that her husband was cheating on her um, with a guy. And I didn't know if it was true or not. So I didn't want to tell her that and it wasn't true. So by the time that it was confirmed to me that it was true, she had already found out, and so I couldn't hide it. And you know, I'm I'm a pretty guilty person, and my response is always, "Well, yeah, she's lying," or "You you already know." And once she asked me, she was like, "So you already knew?" And I was like, "Why are you asking me that?" And she was like, "Because of your response." And I was like, "Well, I had heard it," and then and then she was like, "And then what? When are you gonna call and tell me?" And she just went in for the kill. And then I got automatically got defensive because I'm like, "Hold up." I wasn't going to call you and tell you something that I heard and I didn't know if it was true or not. I wanted to make sure it was true before I mess up your marriage or cause any more stress in your marriage or whatever, whatever. And she's like, how you feel I got stress in my marriage? I said, well, if people are saying your husband possibly cheated on you and it's a possibility, clearly there's stress somewhere. And she just went on and went on and went on. She was like, that's why I should never confide in you because you want to take and use what I confided with you. Um, 
and throw it up in my face. And I said, what? And then it became pointing fingers at me, attacking me, like she blamed me and I wasn't a real friend and I was fake and I was this and I was that. And it hurt it. Um, so long story short, we no longer have a friendship. Um, at one point, she would text me all the time. Our uh, form of communication for the past three, four years, maybe longer than that, but I'm gonna say three, four years, have been via text or email. She would not accept any calls from me. She would never call me and talk to me on the phone. So far as I knew, it wasn't even her that was calling me. Could have been somebody else. I mean, um, texting me, it could have been somebody else, but it came from her number, so I just assumed that it was her. And so whenever I would text her, um, call her, she wouldn't answer it. So then I heard that she was going to the same school I was going to, so when I asked her, she denied it. She's like, no, that's not true. And, you know, my niece, my daughter seen her, and they were like, yeah, I've seen her. And I'm like, well, she's saying that's not true. And I didn't understand, like, why are you lying? So I saw her. And I, my first re reaction was go walk up to her and hug her because you ain't seen her in a while. And she turned and went the other way, like just sudden, like it was almost like she seen me and just turned and went the other way. But I didn't know if she saw me or not. So I just chunked it up to maybe she got sidetracked and she had to go do something. And I wasn't finna chase a person because it's like at my age, I'm not recruiting friends. I'm not looking for friends. And if you really were my friend, then I wouldn't have to be trying to, you know, figure out where do we go from here or what kind of friendship we have or do we even have a friendship. You would be communicating to me if you really was my friend. So after that. It bothered me for a while. You know, I talked to my partner about it, and I was telling him about, you know, I don't understand and why she blamed me for this. And truth be told, she owed me money, a lot of money. But I never asked her for money. You know what I mean? Like, she would borrow money from me, and she never would pay me back. And then she would borrow more money from me, and that would be money on top of money. So people, including my dad, used to say that, um... I was her friend, but she wasn't my friend. And for me to stop letting people use me. And, you know, but my I have a soft heart when it comes to people that I love. And I'm weak, you know, behind my family and my friends. You know, they mean a lot to me. So it's hard for me to just be um, non-caring or, or dismissive. And that noise y'all hearing, that's someone air me and a person to the hospital where I'm at. Um, so that's the noise, so I apologize. Um, but anyway... I text her, um, and I was like, I thought I saw you at the school, blah, blah, blah. She was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not going to no BRCC. That's what she said. I was like, oh, okay. So I left it alone. So um, two weeks later, maybe three weeks later, she messaged me and said that her mother was in the hospital. Could I do her a favor and go check on her mother, which I did. And her mother wasn't doing her best or whatever. And I told her mother you know, that I didn't understand what was going on between me and her friendship. She won't talk to me on the phone, but she asked me to come and check on you and try to figure out what was going on with you, this and that. And this it went on for at least uh, four or five weeks because her mom was in and out the hospital. And then finally, the end of last week, I mean last year and then through now, I had to come to the, the understanding and accept the fact that this is not my friendship anymore. Like, there's not a connection there. Like, she does not want to be my friend. And as much as it hurt me because we've been friends since fourth grade and, you know, we've known so much about each other. We've been through so much and I've been through, through so much with her. You know, it hurt it, you know, to just walk away and just let it go and not even try to figure out, like, 
what happened between us two personally to the point where you felt like we couldn't fix this? You know, why are you blaming me? And I couldn't, it took me a long time to accept it. So once I accept that, um, I started pulling away. You know, she would text and I, you know, wasn't responding back. And um, the last text that I got from her, she said, oh, so it's like that you acting funny with me. And I said, and I had to reply back. I was like, are you serious right now? It's like, did you fall up up your head? Did your husband hit you? Or, or are you just going crazy or something? I said, dude, I said, we haven't talked over the phone in almost five years. You know, and see on iPhone, you could do a recording and send it to them. So you could hear my voice. You could hear my frustration. You could hear the stress of annoyance in my voice. So that's why I did it like that. And I was like, I don't know what game you're playing, but I don't play games. I'm a grown-ass woman, and I thought you was grown too. So since this friendship is not a friendship, I'm leaving it alone. This is not healthy. You know, I don't deserve this. I deserve better. I deserve everything that I'm giving you and then some because I've been doing it for years. And I haven't gotten anything from you in return except for bullshit after bullshit. So it ends here. I'm done. When you want to be a grown woman and at least have a conversation with me, even if our friendship never grow from this, if you want to be a grown woman and you want to have a conversation with me, let me know. Until then, bye-bye. Haven't talked to her since. Her son, oldest son on the other hand, which, was, which is my godson, I talk to him often. Every birthday, he, send, he tell me happy birthday, Valentine's Day. Once a week, he'll text me. He always send me pictures, all type of stuff. Her husband follows me on Instagram. But me and her don't have a, a friendship. Now get this. She's still with her husband. But you're mad with me because of something your husband did that I didn't play a part in. Didn't know anything about it, but I think it's because, and I'm going to be honest, you guys, when we were in high school and I first found out that she was liking this guy, I was like, I thought he was gay. And she was like, no, he's not gay. He has a son. I said, what does that mean? I said, he might, he still could be gay. He probably just don't want people to know that he's gay. She was like, no, he's not. Stop saying that. And I think, honestly, I think that's why she was mad because I'd already said that I think that he was gay. And then you had a, you cheated on your wife with a dude. I don't know. Supposedly, I don't know if it's true or not, but the person that he cheated on my, you know, on my best friend said that he told her that he was drunk. And that he didn't even remember what happened until he saw a video that the person who he was with had recorded them together. So, I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know. Ain't none of my business. Maybe that is what he told her. But let's just say this wasn't a one-time thing. This wasn't like you got drunk one time and it was over with. You must have got drunk plenty of times. I'm just saying. And I think if I wasn't a woman, a mature woman, and she was blaming me, you know, for her and her husband's situation, I would cut her like no other because I know some stuff that would probably tear her to pieces, but I would never do that to her. Even though I feel like she disappointed me and she really wasn't a friend to me, um, but I wouldn't do that to her because I still wish her the best. I still love her and care for her, and I still want her to be happy and prosper and all that good stuff. Um, but it is what it is. So that was the biggest mistake I made. I think that I made was that um, 
I allow money to come between me and her friendship. I shouldn't have never allowed her to borrow as much money from me as she did. And when I found out that her husband was cheating, I should have at least told her that I heard the rumor. And maybe that would have, you know, helped. But the type of person I am, she know I don't believe in going back, starting rumors or spreading rumors or gossiping that could possibly be a lie. And this is my best friend who I love and I care about. So I didn't want to upset her and destroy her marriage. And it turned out to be a lie. So before I repeat something, I have to make sure that what I'm reading or saying or repeating is facts. Like I can at least go back and fact check it at least twice or get it from the person themselves. You know what I mean? So that was the thing. So I don't regret it. Because I still would do the same thing if it was done over. I just think that I probably would tell her sooner. Like, as soon as I heard it, I think I probably would tell her and not wait until she find out. And then be like, well, yeah, I heard it, but I don't know if it was true. But with us being friends and she know what type of person I am, I didn't want to come back and tell her something that I didn't know if it was true or not. That's like lying on a person. So I didn't want to do that. But that's my jish on that but I'm good I'm great I'm amazing and from last I heard she's doing good too she's doing great um and she's happy from what I understood and for what I gather um so there you go but I did learn this she really wasn't my friend I was her friend she needed me but she didn't want me as her friend. And that's what happened with me and her. So, I have other calls, you guys. Anita, Anita. <laughs> what up, girl? Anita, love to hate to hate, baby. You already know your voice is like a sweet escape. Feed me like grapes, you know what I'm saying? You're amazing, girl. Look, I just want to call and say thank you so much for the love, as always. You're amazing. And, yeah, you want to know my beef with Cardi B? It's, it's her voice. It's just her voice. I cannot knock a lyricism, though. Her flow, what she does, it's fire. She's absolute fire. It's just the voice. But like you said, maybe it's one of those things I just got to let it grow on me. You know what I'm saying? So I'll invest a little more time. Not, not for me, but for you, girl. I promise. Because I listened to a lot of her stuff early before she blew up. And the same feeling. I just couldn't get with her voice. But you know what? I'm going to give it another chance just for my girl. Anita Love to Hate to Hate. I hope you're having yourself a beautiful Tuesday, baby. You already know what it is. One love. Maddie Mo, Anita Love to Hate to Hate. You cracked me up. You is so hilarious. Thank you so, so, so much. I love stopping by to your podcast, and sometimes I stop by and I don't even say anything or anything like that, but um, I love what you're doing. I love your energy. It's so contagious. Don't stop. Don't. I'm seriously, like, keep doing your thing, um, and I appreciate you giving Miss Cardi B another chance. Now, I will say this, and I'm going to be honest because honest is what I do best. When she fussed back and forth with people on Instagram and her mouth be all big with no lipstick or something, I look at her mouth and like, oh, my God, her mouth is so ugly. But I'm pretty sure that her man probably love her mouth. Um, and that's when her voice is really irritating the most. <laughs> but I love her and I, I just have to support her and I, I love what she's doing. She's amazing. But 
you keep doing your thing and I will continue to support. Don't stop. Peace. All right, all right, all right, you guys. Anita Love to Hate to Hate here from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. It is lunchtime, baby. And I wanted to do a update on my topic, black men, the stereotype, black women. Um, I think for me, and this is my personal opinion from what I've experienced and what I've seen, some men do not even realize that they're stereotyping women. You know what I mean? Like they don't even see it. Um, I think of all the stereotyping that really pisses me off the most is when a black man date outside their race and they automatically say, well, I date outside my race because black people, black women are loud. Black women are ignorant. You know, black women, you know, they're born in neck or all they want to do is fight. All they do is this. I cannot stand that because that's not all women. And I don't know you, so you can't speak for me because you've never seen me like that. Um... And I think that needs to stop. Because that's just like a woman saying all men have a small penis. Or the woman saying, well, all, all black men can't eat pussy. You know what I mean? Or, or all men don't work. Can't do that. You know? Has to stop. <laughs>